right. Five, four, three, two, one. I know you see sometimes the world can change me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Copyright, copyright. Chill, 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 chill. They're going to come for us. We don't want Nick down our throat, dude. Yeah, you're Paramount, right. my fault. Paramount, Nickelodeon, whatever you want to call it. But, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back for yet another episode of the OTR Show. This is what? Episode 23 now. Last episode, man. We had a big one. Yes. We had a very big one. But before I get more into that... If you all are not already, make sure you are following the Phantom Sports Network, the OTR show, on all of our social medias, our Twitter, our Instagram, our Facebook, YouTube, subscribe to that, subscribe to all the major platforms, podcast streaming networks, all the good stuff. All you got to do is click this link right here. (coughs) Excuse me. But... Before we get started, like I said, we're 23 episodes in. How you doing tonight, Jack Sauce? You know, not, not too bad. Can't complain. Ready to get down to the business. We uh, opened up the show tonight at the very end of the countdown leading into the beginning of the show with the first episode of a new Twitter series, Yes. The Summer of Steve, yep. um, episode one, Who is Steve Manning? Or Who is Steve was the actual title. But, chat, let us know what you thought about that. If you watched it, if not, head to our Twitter right, or when, not right now. Head to our Twitter after you finish watching the stream. Or right now if you can. Whatever you can. back up and watch Watch it again. Back up, do what you gotta do. Either way. um, Yeah, we're just getting started. Just getting into the night. But you can pull up your laptop, watch it. Put it on your TV. You do whatever you got to do. Throw up the phone. Throw up the TV. Double stream it. Do Watch it. the first episode of Summer of Steve. And if you have already, chat, let me know what you thought about that first episode. There is a lot more coming. I believe there's going to be six episodes in total, I think, is what the total count is. I so, a good bit, yeah. just looking up to, to something there. And it's going to be ending with something very, very special, very big. So, make sure you keep your eyes out on that. But let's get into the show right now. Let, let, let's do it. We mentioned last week we had a huge, yes. huge yes. episode. Um, we had none other than Levi Cooper, yes, sir. formerly known as Tucker, Tucker Knight Tucker in the Knight, WWE. Yeah. Wow. It was I mean, my honor. Great just to get to take his mind, hear what he had to say, and, you know, get a little insight. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, he brought a lot to us, and I can't, you know, like, overlook how much he gave us. You know, he, the the great insight into his life, yeah. into his career, into who he really is as a person was honestly amazing. amazing. The stories that he told, the advice that he gave, putting a spotlight on him was absolutely Good. perfect. Um, I made a couple tweets. We've had... I mean, we've had a couple, a lot of people honestly view this episode. We got some good stuff on it. it. So let's let's talk about that right there, what I just said. We, we had some big things come out of this episode. What were some of the your favorite parts? Um, Looking back at it now. Wow. Um, 
I guess just really hearing about, you know, his influences and how he came up and his build and trying to build himself mm -hmm. in, in this career path, you know, and, and working on different aspects. You know, I liked going in and talking about his, his uh, growth with his, um, you know, his, uh, uh, baby, his ability to be on the mic. Yeah. You know, he did, uh, you know, didn't do his at first, but then he grew, became, uh, became a mouthpiece like yep. we talked mm -hmm. about. So I like just hearing, you know, just that story about his development. For sure, yeah. That was definitely a very cool part to hear, just how he grew, how he grew his character himself, improved his skills, the people that helped him along the way. Um, cool stuff. Uh, another thing that I liked personally was of course where it, it, it's it's the most obvious i guess you would say but the barbecue guy's story um the idea behind the apa style tag team of grillers uh barbecue guys they'd be recording backstage segments where they'd just be barbecuing in the background if they didn't even have a match just have them barbecue uh, the real thing that I like about it, not only is it a cool story, such a great idea, something that I wish would have happened, but it also played into kind of the two biggest stories that I wanted to find out were the bar were um the barbecue guys weren't wasn't even a story I wanted to find out that just came out, out of nowhere. nowhere, and then later on one of the stories that the, the Liv Morgan the cancel live match yeah the barbecue guys story ends up playing into that. So it's just crazy how before we even got to the question I was going to ask that we learned about the barbecue guys and then later on we have an incident with the barbecue guys that was about to debut yeah. and then the segment got pulled at the very last second. They had already recorded it, grilled, all of that. Crazy. That is crazy. I am, I am saddened that we did not get that. But it was an absolutely fantastic interview. It was a really great time talking to Levi, talking about his career in NXT and WWE on the main roster when it comes to Raw, when SmackDown, all the different things, his way up. Um, really fun stuff. Shout out to him for joining us live on the OTR show. We're definitely going to have to get some more interviews in in the future. Some names. We'll have to see what happens. Chat, if you want us to interview anybody, drop some names. Let us know because we'll be on top of it and do what we got to yes, do. But with that being said, Jack Sauce, my friend, let's go ahead and get this show kicked off officially. Let's get into what's happening right now. After I take a sip of this Bug Light Seltzer, it's not sponsored. Sadly, uh, Iced Tea. Peach, see, truly, I'm not cheating on you. Yeah, you know, me and me and truly still, we got a little thing got going a, on yeah. in the back. I'm gonna return soon. I just wanted to try it out. It's all right. Um, if you wanted to give it a shot, go ahead. I'll have to try out the other flavors, but we'll see. How do you feel about it? Have you tried a Bud uh, Light Seltzer? I have not yet. I'll have to give it a shot one day. Good advice. Get some college water. Jimmy says get some college wrestlers on here now with the NIL being in effect. Ooh, that was one thing we did not think about. We did not think about the wrestling aspect. That is a fantastic idea. The OTR show needs 
a face, an athlete face, somebody in that collegiate wrestling, that amateur, the amateur wrestling world. I say we go hit up looking to Virginia Tech. I mean, you know we breed national champions there. Yep. And Virginia Tech wrestling breeds national champions. But, completely off topic, 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 bounce back on track. Let's get this baby kicked off tonight. When is the NXT Great American Bash? Yes, well, it is coming up very quickly. It will be July 6th, which is uh, this, what, Tuesday? Yes, this Tuesday. Um... It, man, we got a good card coming our way. Let me tell you. As you know, the Great American Bash, good old OG pay-per-view feel. Always loved the Great American Bash back yes, in the day. Back in the day, yes. Um, I mean, what can you really expect? NXT bringing something strong on the 4th of July week, bringing a pay-per-view feel yep. into uh, the show, weekly show. We don't get takeovers. We get uh, not. We don't get takeovers all the time for like, especially when there's mid card shows going around. Like Money in the Bank's a big one for WWE, yeah. anyways. So that's coming up soon. So NXT throws in the Great American Bash, and it is a card to look forward to. Let me just get started for you yep. right here. Right. First match we got Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. Now, this match is going to be, I mean, you already know. The first match was great. This, this match right here is going to be another good one between Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Former right. tag team partners, partners, former group members, faction members in the Undisputed Era. You just know these guys hate each other. Um, Samoa Joe, back in the WWE, you know, he is now William Regal's uh, enforcement I guess you would call him. If anybody messes or um, gives him a bad vibe, messes around with the place, causes any trouble, he'll be the one to take care of it. So he's been keeping his eyes out on uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole for a little bit here. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's cool. But our next matchup is going to be a tag team match for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Okay. It will be the way... Versus Io Shirai and Zoe Stark for the Women's Tag Team Championships. You know, Candice LeRae and Indy Wrestling. This is going to be a match. This is going to be one hell of a tag team yeah, match. Really um, I'm expecting some good stuff to come. Uh, Io Shirai, Zoe Stark, very good wrestlers. Uh, I don't know if they would take the titles off of the way yet, but I'm not sure. We can go. Let's let's start predicting. Actually, since we won't have another episode until after it's over. All right. Adam Cole or Kyle O'Reilly? I'm gonna go Adam Cole. I'm gonna follow along with you there as well. I'm gonna say Adam Cole. The way or Io Shirai and Zoe Stark? I'm good. The way. I'm gonna go with the way as well. Follow your way. We on the way. The way. Right. Right. Anyways, yes. Um, number three, the next match. We're on to our next match. It is okay. for more tag team championships. The NXT male, men's, whatever you want to call them, tag Damn. team championships. Um, it is going to be MSK versus Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher for the tag team championships. 
This is going to be a brawler match. Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa, two badass son of a bitches that will beat your ass no matter what time, place, and they'll do it in brawler fashion. MSK, athletic tag team, controls the ropes, controls the ring, can lay down a fight. This is going to be a match, but who do you got? For some reason, the fans hate MSK. Um, they always boo them ever since they yeah. debuted, and I really don't understand it at all. I heard it was because the third member, Trey Miguel, I think, yes, Trey Miguel was the third member, and um, the Rascals didn't sign with WWE, but them two did. I could, I think, I think it was Trey Miguel. I'd have to fact check myself, but I'm pretty positive. That that's what I've heard around. That's why people are pissed. Yeah. But really, that that's a good ass tag team. Yeah. This is a good ass tag team, and I mean, to boo them is just unbelievable. Especially when they're a babyface tag team. They rode through the Dusty Rhodes Cup, got the tag team championships. I mean, what? Yeah. Like what? Fans, this is what Daniel Bryan meant. You fickle. You are fickle as fuck. WWE fans are dumb as hell, man. Make up your minds. Gotta figure it out. But um, I was thinking about it. It's very tough to go against Tommaso Ciampa, but I gotta go with MSK. You're gonna go with MSK? Yeah. I think I'm gonna part ways with you here. I'm gonna go with Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. They, they got the hot hand by the looks of it there. They're on top of things. It would be a good challenge. I, I wouldn't mind MSK winning. I'd like them to win, honestly. But I think Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher will get the victory here. Next up will be LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes in a rematch for the Million Dollar Championship. Now, remember the ladder match for the Million Dollar Championship. All right. On the next NXT, after that happened, LA Knight came out with the Million Dollar Man in the NXT Championship and laid out Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase, 80-plus old man, took a backbone in an NXT ring. Absolutely insane. But LA Knight lays him out, uh, says, I don't need you now that I got the title. Um, screw you. Get out of here, old man. But Cameron Grimes, you know, he loves Ted DiBiase. Ted yeah. DiBiase, Cameron Grimes is going to be his guy. He's going to bring him up. He's like, hey, man, we want you. I'm going to bring you up. We're going to get you this title. We got a rematch for the Million Dollar Championship. Cameron Grimes, does he get it back? Does he get what he wants all along? That million-dollar gold? I, I think so. I think he gets it. I think this is... Uh, I, actually, I take that back. I think they're going to build LA Knight a little more with this at this pay-per-view, and then it might be a, little, a couple a little more times to build, but I don't think just yet. I kind of like that, okay. especially the turn and, and, and the commitment. You can't have that kind of commitment from 80 plus year old man and then just go ahead and then turn turn the butt over. That's just way. That's just not what he would want as a heel. I mean, do you think? I don't know. I, I see where you're coming from, though. Because, I mean, you know, Ted DiBiase, the million dollar man, was that heel rich asshole. Yeah, he would, he's probably loving this. He's like, yeah, let's do this. And, like, he loves, like, him and Grimes in this role where he's supposed to be. Because it's going to send him. Because Ellie Knight. It's going to send him to the moon. He wants to yeah. go to the moon. Cameron Grimes hit big on that Dodd coin, Bitcoin, all that good shit. Yeah. I did that one time. 
Uh, I, 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 I crypto cryptocurrencyed my way around a little bit. It went all right. I made some like a hundred and some dollars, couple hundred. Uh, but I don't know. Have you ever have you ever dug into the cryptocurrency world? I have not. You have not. You don't have any Bitcoin going on. No, no Doge, dog, no, doggy, no, nothing doggy will, style. Nothing I will uh, release to the public. Nothing you will release to the public. Yeah. I mean, hey, if y'all want to get his Bitcoin, get his Bitcoin. If you want to get my Bitcoin, get my Bitcoin. If you want to get my Doge, get my Doge. Because you ain't gonna find shit, to be honest with you. Ten dollars. The answer is it's not there. <laughs> but, but invest your stock into crypto. I think LA Knight's gonna win. Cameron Grimes later. I'm out of here. Get out of here. I'm, I'm investing my way into Cameron Grimes to the moon. We're full sending this bitch. Hop on the train. It's going up. Cameron Grimes for the million dollar championship. It's happening at NXT. Great American bash. I mean, hey, somebody could get all of these right. I don't think we can have a clean sweep, but we'll see. Yeah. It'll be very interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. But, with that being said, I think it's time to move into our next event that's happening. We'll move away from WWE NXT and move our way into AEW because they have an event coming up as well. It will be the final AEW Dynamite of the pandemic era. Closing it out in style with a special event, AEW Road Rager, or as Jim Ross would call it, WWE Dynamite. Um, yeah. <laughs> So we got to talk about Jim Ross. How are we feeling about this? Because this ain't the first time he's called him WWE Dynamite. Um, and this ain't the first time he said some dumbass shit, too. Is he of his age? Is it time for Jim Ross to be like, hey, you're a great. No no disrespect to Jim Ross at all whatsoever. I'm just asking questions here. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's not wrong, though. He's not like, what, you say it's WWE Dynamite? Not fully, but... Well, let's dive into it. Let's see, right here. This is now, now that you brought this topic up, we're going to switch our, our media skills here and go on a little narrative. We're going to push a narrative. Okay. You say that it's WWE Dynamite. Yep. So I'm going to take a dive into this AEW Road Rager card, and we're going to see how much WWE is in here. So our first match, Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander versus the Blade and the Bunny. All AEW grown talent right here. This is going to be one good ass match. This is a good intergender tag team match, mixed gender tag team match. Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander got their little thing going on. The Blade and the Bunny have always been there. The Blade, the Bunny, you know how it goes. Who do you got in this? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander. Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander is who you're going to go with. I'm going to, I think I'm going to go with the Blade and the Bunny on this one, actually. I think they might have a hotter hand. I mean, Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander always got a hot hand, but 
I think the Blade and the Bunny are working their magic right now. I, I'd like to see Allie and the Blade get a win. Next up, here we go. We're diving into your, your narrative here, Jack Sauce. Jake Hager, otherwise known as what? Jack Swagger in the WWE. There we go. Santana and Ortiz versus Warlow and FTR. Ah, FTR in the WWE. Look at your narrative there. We're just pushing his narrative. I'm pushing his narrative. So you already got three WWE superstars in this next match. Yeah. It's a tag team match, six-man tag. Who do you got winning? Uh, I like uh, Jake Hager, Santana, and Ortiz in this one. So you think that uh, the inner circle will pick up a win here? Yes. Because the MJF did just defeat Sammy Guevara. Yep. Got a win. Remember, Jake Hager won the uh, cage match, the uh, MMA another, fight. I think we're getting into another uh, small little uh, build of of uh, the inner, uh, not the inner circle, but um, pinnacle. Pinnacle. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see. Otherwise, uh, I mean, it's gonna be good. I agree. I agree. It'll be very interesting. I think I'm going to agree with you here. I go Jake Hager, Santana, Santana and Ortiz as well. Um, put them over because, you know, FTR has been on that whole rampage about how Santana and Ortiz haven't been a real – they're not a real tag team. They don't compete as a real tag team. They won the tag team championships before them. They've never – Santana and Ortiz have never won the tag team championships at all. So, yeah, I, I think this would be a good match to put them over. But our next match, here we go. We got another one for you. Yeah. Cody Rhodes, WWE, there fits your narrative again. Another name. WWE born and bred, by the way. Yeah. Versus QT Marshall, AEW product, Nightmare Family, yeah. in a strap match, though. Interesting. QT Marshall wants to whip Cody. Cody really likes strap matches. This isn't the first one he's been in. He's got something to do with a strap match. I think he likes being, being beat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Whoa. Some fetish Hold for being spanked with straps. I mean, hey, Cody, what are you revealing? <clears throat> but no. Accusations all fun and games. I think it might be true. That fits your narrative as well, possibly. Yeah. I don't know what kind of narrative you're trying to push, but that's what Jack Sauce does. He's the bad guy. He's a piece of shit. I mean, I mean I'm not no bad guy. I'm just saying. <laughs> I was agreeing with what I... Uh, I won't, I won't, not a bad guy, but he's a bad guy. Not a bad guy, Mr. Greenwald, stay Moving on to your next match, though, but before we get to that, we got to do a prediction. Oh, uh, Cody, Cody versus Rose. QT and a strappy strap. Cody Rhodes. I think QT is going to take his strap and really put the work on Cody in this one. Um, I'm going to pick QT Marshall to go over Cody here. Just because Cody, I know Cody will win. I already know, but I'm gonna go with QT Marshall. Um, next up, what are you looking at me like that for, man? You got a problem? You like the strappy strap too? No, I'm looking at the next match. You want to face Cody Rhodes and QT Marshall in a strap match? I think I can win. You think you can win a strap match? I might. I bet you'd like that. Anyways, next up. I'm gonna get strapped. I would avoid it. <laughs> Anyways, I mean, how are you going to avoid it? you going to run? I mean, it's going to be a, a tactic. You know, it's going to be 
How would you avoid the strap? Because you got to think. You're connected. A strap's tied around you. Right. Y'all yeah. are connected gonna, with this strap. I'm going to go outside. How are you getting away from him? Just going outside. I'm on the corner of the turnbuckles. Okay. I got a better idea for you. You talked about the corner of the turnbuckle. So here's what you do. You get out of the ring, right? Your the opponent gets out of the ring. You run around, get to where the term where the uh, post is. You slide back in the ring, slide out real fast, so it wraps him around. Yeah. You hit him in the head so he falls. Slide back around, and then he's stuck there. Yeah. You just gotta make sure you get that strap tight, and he's stuck. And then you can do whatever you want if you have enough strap space. Cause you got to make sure your strap's long. It's got to be a long enough strap. We're really, we're really figuring this out. Yes. I think, I think I can pull it off now. I think you can do it. I actually have faith in you now that we've done dug you into this. Of, yeah. I'm doing it. Call him. All right, I'll call, I'll call Tony Khan. Somebody give me a flight to Jacksonville. We need to hit up the very last dynamite in the pandemic era. Let's do it. But, let's do this next match. Andrade El Idolo. Oh, man. Another WWE talent for your narrative, man. How you feeling? I'm, I just said yes. I agree with it. I'm Versus Matt Seidel. Another WWE talent for your narrative. You know, it's not like I said. It's not my narrative. But like, I'm you not, said I'm this saying. is your narrative. You said that he's not wrong. This was out of your mouth. I'm pushing the narrative. You said out of your own mouth. That AEW Dynamite should probably be called WWE Dynamite. And we're just digging into your narrative here, man. So let's just let it happen. Just soak it in. Accept that you're the type of person that just wants to get the international wrestling community all riled up. You want that Wednesday night war. That WWE versus TNT war. Vince McMahon versus Ted Turner War. I don't. That's what you're trying to do with your narrative. I understand. It's okay. But our Honestly, next match is to be the main event, probably. Care, <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? I, Why are you in a bad mood? I'm not. Why are you saying, in a bad mood? Tonight? I don't care. It's, I'm telling you, I was just... You can't just jump on the... You can't just jump on the narrative... You can gain some Twitter followers out of it, or haters. I don't mean nothing. Come on, man. Jump on. It's his narrative. Point out no the point. Narrative. Tweet it out. Jack Sauce says, quotation mark, no this next match is the AW no World quotes. Tag Team Championships, the Young Bucks versus Eddie Kingston and Penta El Zierra Mado. Well, I think there's more AW than... We're going to get into this. Hold on. AW born and bred. Last match, AW World Tag Team Championship. Do the Young Bucks keep them, or do they drop them? They keep them. We think they keep them. They keep them. I think they're gonna keep them as well. My brother, go ahead and dab me up. That is how we do it around here. Them. You are a great guy. Just look. I, I like your cut. I see you, you freshened up the head. Uh, you know, it's uh. It's growing in back after that first haircut I gave you. <laughs> you know, it just happens. I like it. It looks good. It looks good, man. Summertime chilling. But. Like I said, I like cut G. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you know, you're, you're my best friend, man. I just wanted to point that out. 
Do I know you? Doing this podcast with you is the greatest experience that I could ever. You look new. Oh man, yes, the, the Summer of Steve episode one. If you have not already, check it out on Twitter now at the OTR Show. That username has a story behind it, by the way. That Twitter username. Had to had to get my hands on it back in the right. days. Remember, we used to be over the road sports. No, I don't. Yes, you do. I don't. Okay. He doesn't recall the over the road sports days, but it was good as hell. Yes, the OTR show now, baby. We are here, and uh, like you said, the young bucks. Let's move back into this. Your narrative here. You said that they may actually have more AEW, and I'm gonna count it up. One, two, three, four. Uh, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve AW grown talent, I would say. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six WWE talent. Yeah. So it looks like your narrative is incorrect. AEW is AEW Dynamite, not WWE Dynamite. Write it in I the think book. His point is like just like the amount of uh, old WWE superstars that are in there and making big headlines. I don't think he had a point. He made a botch. Is the overall point of this right? Is Jim Ross is getting old, which reverts me back to my next question. Do we not say it's time for Jim Ross to hang it up? Let him keep going. No, I mean he makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. We're all human. Yeah, and man. he said that WWE Dynamite just doesn't have a ring to it. You know, I'm not sure what he was thinking. It happens. You're exactly you know, you right. You worked there for so long. You know, you, you say it so many times. It happens. So there it is. There's your answer, and I agree with you. Jim Ross, the legend. I don't think it's time for him to crawl, call it fits. AEW is AEW Dynamite. They made the names for themselves. A little bit of a botch won't happen. We just went all over the place with that segment. Yeah, it was. That was that was an interesting one. Intense. That was great. Good narrative digging here. But it's a wonderful episode so far. I mean, we're moving on to our next topic here. Uh, but before I do, make sure that... I don't even have an ad to pop up yet. I was going to think of an ad off the top of my head, but I don't really have anything to promote. So what I'm going to promote right now is, you know, 4th of July is coming up. 4th of July weekend, finally Friday night, we're going to be getting drunk, relaxing, eating hamburgers, cooking out on the grill, you eat hot dogs at the cookout, are you a glizzy gobble? I'm not. You're not a glizzy gobble, so you do not eat the hot dogs at the cookout? I do not. See, sometimes you just got to get the hot dog, and when you're like me, I mean, I know you don't have one of these, but you just take it and you hold it right here, like up on your head, and you just eat the hot dog, like... And you just got it back down, your hot dog's right here, and you just, you know what I mean? No, I don't. Sometimes you might get a little chili ketchup mustard on your shirt, but it happens. Or you could just go full Joey Chestnut style, and like, like that, you know what I mean? No, I don't. You don't? No. no. Like, fully swallow the hot dogs. You take your cup of water and just like... 
right? Right. See, I was going to wait till tomorrow to ask this. Actually, I will wait till tomorrow night to ask this. I'll ask it tomorrow night. Never mind. We'll talk about, we'll officially talk about the hot dog eating contest tomorrow night. Because it's Phantom Sports Net podcast, and we talk about it. Okay. Do we consider hot dog eating a sport? Competitive eating. I mean, they... Uh, <laughs> sure. Sport. Yeah. They play it on ESPN. Yeah, I mean, it's a sport. It's Don't a sport. they? It's a sport. Is it on ESPN? Yeah. I think it is, or is it? It's on something. It's a sport. Well, I, am I watching it? Mm. You, don't watch the, you don't watch the hot dog eating contest? It's not my thing. Oh, damn. I feel you. I, I watch it. Pretty entertaining. Not a thing. I remember that one year that Matt Sterney had the upset. Do as well. See, I used to watch his YouTube all the time. Ah. I don't know why. It was always cool. Do these freaking stuff like twelve packs of damn Taco Bell tacos down his throat in like two minutes. That is kind of crazy. It, it was I feel insane. like that would tear up your throat and your stomach. Imagine yeah. the ride afterwards. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, your stomach would be gone. But let me bounce back into topic. Because, like I said, it's the 4th of July weekend. So I wanted to bring up a little conversation. You know, pro wrestling has had the... I mean, pro wrestling has a part of it that takes place in good patriotism. Yes. Good, that that nationalism, kind of like defending your country, doing your thing. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So what we're going to do here is we're going to take a look at a list. Of the top ten most patriotic American pro wrestlers, written by Stephen Randall from Goliath. We're going to dive into this list here. Um, we're going to talk about them. We're going to see if we remember any of these. Uh, we're going to go into depth, and we're going to see if we agree with this top ten list. Yeah. So, at number ten, we got the U.S. Express. Now, the team of Mike Rotunda and Barry Windham... Very old school. Now listen. Hey. Do these names sound familiar yeah, to you? Yeah, definitely. Very. This is your family of Bray Wyatt. Ah, yeah. That's correct. So yes, Mike Rotunda, Bray Wyatt's father. Back in the day, uh, they used to feud with the team of Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik. Oh, yeah. Losing the tag team titles to them. Um, at the very first WrestleMania. So this is very good stuff. You know, Wyndham went to the WCW, all went down. But the original U.S. Express is, is notable for their entrance themes. It was, you, you, you remember it. Yeah. I mean, everybody remembers this entrance because it was none other than legendary Bruce Springsteen. We're going to hit it. Born in the USA, I was born in the USA, I was born in the USA, I was born in the USA. <laughs> See, yeah, great, great times. Um, the US Express, I mean, 10. 10 might be pretty good for them. We'll have to dig down deeper on our list to see what we can give. But, number 9, the Patriot. Now, the Patriot pops up because, um, well, I mean, it's kind of unfortunate news of why the Patriot pops up. But, he's on this list for a reason. Uh, he is a great in the patriotic realm of the wrestling world. 
of course, the Patriot. Doesn't get better than that. American no. flag style mask. But the original Patriot, the legendary Patriot, not the idiot that still keeps the character going to this day. The, the, the OG Del Wilkes has passed away. Unfortunately, just a couple days ago, I believe it was wow. either yesterday or the day before. That's but crazy. he has passed away. Uh, I do not remember. He was only 59 years old. So he passed away young. Uh, prayers out to his family, all of his friends. Um, he was a Patriot, man. Everybody remembers him. Um, good stuff. And I mean, I think at nine is pretty good, pretty good stuff. You remember he had that anti, uh, he had that feud with Bret Hart. Because Bret Hart was the whole anti-American thing. Yeah. Because he was all Canadian. He was the WWE champion. Yeah. And then uh, he ended up defeating, I think he defeated Hart on Raw. And earned a title shot at the pay-per-view. I did, he definitely didn't beat all uh, Bret Hart, but you know how it goes. He he went on to feud with the rest of the Hart Foundation for several months after that. So Patriot, always about that USA stuff. Good stuff. Get your patriotism on right before the Olympics. It's a better way. Yeah. R.I.P. Patriot. Um, praise to your uh, family. Uh, thinking about y'all. But let's move on to our next thing. Number nine for the Patriot. He could go higher, he could go lower. We'll see what we think at the end. Number eight. Oh, Are you yeah. ready? Cheer, one, two, one, two. Nah, nah, we throwing you even back. We gotta talk about the Patriot style version. We, the people. Jack Swagger on the top ten of this list. You remember, but the, the version that you brought up as well. The all-American, American Jack Swagger, yes. legendary, that collegiate wrestler, always was that patriot for America. Then when he got the whole um, We the People gimmick, uh, he teamed up with the, for the real American with Zeb Coulter. Um, that gimmick was a little frowned upon, got a little wild. Zeb Coulter, he, he said some... Remember when they were feuding with uh, Alberto Del Rio? Oh. Yeah. And he said something about the wall. I forgot about that. Little big reach of the patriotism from Vince there, but or from Zeb Coulter. I don't remember the exact story. If it was off his head, but yeah, no, yeah, yikes. Anyways, by the way, Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade, Black Cherry, good. very good. Right. I approve of it. There we getting go. lit tonight. It, it's Fourth of July weekend, like I said. I got a long weekend. I got work in the morning. You got work in the morning? Damn, man. You feeling that server life. You know what it do, baby. But, Jack Swagger. What's your favorite Jack Swagger moment? I remember when he won the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, that was a pretty good one. Uh, I liked his WWE Championship reign. That was pretty solid. He didn't have a WWE Championship reign. No, of course he did. No, he didn't. Yeah. No. Yeah, there you go. World Heavyweight Championship reign. Well, he should. Did he have, like, a, a run at it? No, I, know, I feel like he did. I feel he, like he might did. have uh, challenged for it, but he never held the WWE Championship. I feel like he held the World him. Heavyweight Championship. Maybe when he was younger, trying to face John Cena sometimes. Possibly. I can't Maybe remember off the top of my head. Some of those. We can, like do, we can do a quick. We can do a quick research the, the, here. Those Cena, those those early Cena and, and Jack Swagger battles were were intense. Let's see. 
Yeah, so I don't even know if he challenged for it. Because, I mean, it was always the World Heavyweight Maybe it was the United States Championship. Maybe yes, he did have the United States that. Championship. Maybe it was that. Yes. Cena was a big United States Champion yep. guy, so I mean, that would maybe that was that. But, with that being said, Jack Swagger at number eight. Jimmy has to wake up for community service in the morning. He cleaning the pen. The dog oh pens, gosh. that is. The dog pens at the, at the animal shelter. Cleaning up stinky poopy. But, next up. Let's talk about number seven, man, because, I mean, dude, made in the USA, Lex Luger. This is that guy. He uh, came in, WWE champion, with a face turn with Yokozuna uh, when he mocked America and had the whole body slams challenge. Um, I mean, Lex Luger was a, the guy. The legend. The Lex Express. Yep. I mean, the American yeah. flag entrances, all of it. Everyone remembers Lex Luger. I remember my mom. She always tells me. Some of the wrestlers, she always remembers the two. Are Sting, Lex Luger, and then, of course, we talked about, um, oh, shit. Flying Brian. Flying Brian, yep. Those were, the, those were the three that she always remembered. But, yes, that was number seven. Lex Luger at seven, I mean, it seems reasonable. We'll see Dig Down on our list. Number six. Ah. Ooh. At six? Okay. Sergeant Slaughter. Oh. Now, you know Sergeant Slaughter, man. Tough spot. G.I. Joe type of guy. He's that, I mean, all about the U.S. Yep. I don't, how, how, how are we feeling about that? Six. That's an interesting spot. You know Sergeant Slaughter follows me on Twitter. That's all. Yes, he does. Cool. Pretty cool. I feel like I knew that. John Cena does as well. I'm big time. That is very I'm big time, man. John Cena, hit me up for an interview. It's a long shot, but I'd, I'd take I'd take like two minutes if I could do it. I'd two minutes out of your time, John Cena, for like one question. One, two questions. But two minutes, three minutes, something like that, whatever you Wait. want. Just to say Wait. what's up. Anything. Anything would be amazing. Anyways, um, Sergeant Slaughter, yes, legend. At number six, ow, I don't know. We'll see, though. Let's move on our list. Number five, ah, the American Dream. Ooh, at number five, though, this list must have to get pretty good. Dusty Rhodes. I mean, you know him. The American Dream says yes, it all. He was all about America. He was that good old yes. homegrown country guy from ten. I mean, dude from Georgia. I, you know how it goes. How? I, I, oh, what are we feeling about five here? I want to see who's next, really. At number four. Ooh, this is respectable. Ah. This is a respectable top four. Yeah. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yes. The two by four, the hillbilly hacksaw, Jim Duggan, it gets nothing better than that. My most prized autograph to this day, to this day, is when I met hacksaw Jim Duggan at a Salem Red Sox baseball game and got his autograph when he had him wrestling when they had wrestling night. I was working, I had a shift, I was concession running. So here I am. I'm working, busting my ass off. I'm waiting. Like, when are they going to bring him to the table? What's going on here? I asked one of the girls that were in charge of it, like, yo, do you have any idea? So I'm just sitting around waiting, waiting, waiting. And then 
um, I got called to run a box right when he was getting up to the table. So I had to go down to the freaking cellar, grab some fries, grab some burgers, run them back upstairs, go to the concession stand on the other side of the stadium, come back, get there. I was like, fuck, I don't got any paper. I was like, I don't got a piece of paper. I don't got a marker. I got nothing. Went to the concession stand was like, yo, tear me off a piece of that receipt. Give me a marker real quick. Got a marker, got a piece of the receipt. Went to Hacksaw Jim Dougie. Got that shit signed. And it is framed in my bedroom. With a little Hacksaw Jim Dougie minifigure that I got sitting on top of. Very nice. Shit's great. Shit is great. Little fun story there. But, Hacksaw Jim Duggan at four. And then at number three, I mean, this is this makes sense, obviously. John Cena. At number three, you know how it goes with Cena. U.S. title, his patriotism has always been there. It, he's all about America. Yeah. I will never forget the one most patriotic, chilling moment that I will never forget from John Cena is I don't remember which pay-per-view it was, but it was after one of the big pay-per-views when we killed Osama bin Laden, and he had made the announcement to the live crowd. And the place went fucking nuts. Absolutely nuts. Shit was crazy. But yes, John Cena, I mean, it, it don't get better than that. Number three, I think that's a solid fit. Yeah. At number two, though. I am a real American. I don't know I can agree. Hulk Hogan. At number two, the real American. I don't know if I can agree. What are you what what are you disagreeing with here? Are you too high, too low? Too low, man. He is the man. So you're saying he's too high? On the list. He should be number one. Oh that yeah, I guess that's yep, 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 sorry. Yep, yep. either way. Whatever. I guess. Or too low. Yes, too low. Correct. I'm done. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We're, yeah, anyways, either way. Yes. I think he should be number one. He is the man. I just remember so many of his matches were really based with that Iron Sheik, Yokoshima. Yeah. All about America when it first started up with Hulk Hogan. I mean, he brought America, Mr. America, too. I mean, he was Mr. America. He yeah. had the whole uh, gimmick with the mask. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, he's always been about America. Um... You know how it goes. At number one, I'm not sure. We'll have to see who number one is. Scroll down the list, and at number one is... Can I hit a drum roll, please? You suck. You suck. You suck. You suck. But yes, Kurt Angle, number one of this list. It's true. It's damn true. The Olympic gold medalist, American wrestler, all about it. At number one. I mean, I mean he woke the American spirit post 9 oh, 11 with the WWE Championship win. His run after that with a broken 
freaking neck. Do we agree with that number one though? That's so tough. Like I want to say yes because I I do love Kurt Angle a lot, but like I said, like it's just for me, it's just whole. So if we had to give a top five right now, I want you to list yours. My personal? Yes. Um, just personally on who I grew up on, I would say, or what I like really think would yes. be one Hulk Hogan. Okay. Two Kurt Angle. Okay. Three Cena. Okay. Four Hacksaw. Okay. Yeah, and, and then five Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger at five? Uh, for me personally. Okay, personally. Like, I respect I love, it. I respect I him it. so much. I'm not sure why. I was just such I respect a huge it. Jack Swagger fan. I respect it. I think I'm going to go with for number... no reason. I just loved it. Loved, loved it. I respect that, though. I'm going to go, honestly... I think I'm going to agree with this. Kurt Angle at number one. I'm going to go with Kurt Angle at number one. John Cena... At number two, Hulk Hogan at number three, Hacksaw at number four, and honestly, at number five, I think I'm gonna go with Sarge. I'm gonna go with Sergeant Slaughter. I think that's where we're gonna roll with it. Those are my top five patriotic. Jimmy says, Angle, 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 Cena. I mean, hey. They started together, might as well roll with it. But speaking of rolling with it, we are rolling through this episode so far, and we're not even, I don't think, halfway over, man. So with that being said, if you're all having a great night, make sure you subscribe to our channel right now. If you uh, want to hit that subscribe button, I think it's like five bucks. Or you can get it for free using Amazon Prime. If you have an Amazon Prime account, Amazon Twitch Gaming, all that good stuff to avoid these pesky, pesky ad breaks that keep rolling and rolling and rolling. You don't want to get them stuck up in the stream. So we're going to roll this, and then I'm going to type to this, and then I'm going to hit this, and then we're going to see you back here in a few. But right now, we got the subscribers. What is up, subs? How you doing? Much love. Thank you all for your support. We are chilling, yes, having sir. a great night. Let's move on to our next subject, I think. Alright, get into it. What do I want to talk about here? Something big is coming up. We mentioned it earlier. WWE pay-per-view. Yeah. Money in the bank. Here comes the money. Yes. Money, 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 dollar, 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 ching, ching. But, yes. Money in the Bank is coming up on July 18th, two days after my birthday. We will be at the beach for Money in the Bank. So that's That's definitely going to be a good one right there. Let's get in ahead of, let's go ahead and preview this card right now. We won't get full predictions, none of that. Let's preview the card. WWE Championship, Bobby Lashley versus Kofi Kingston. Yes. Going to be a great-ass match. Yeah. Personal rivalry here with MVP alongside. You know, they had the whole Hell in a Cell thing with Xavier Woods are doing. I mean, it's beautiful. beautiful. Kofi is doing beautiful work. If you all watch my Monday Night Raw review shows, uh, Raw After Raw, it's the perfect way to get Raw After Raw with me. 
I mean, it's 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 wonderful. All you got to do is check us out every night, every Monday night at 11, about 11.05, 11.10 p.m. Eastern Time. I go live. I talk about anything and everything. Go straight into a post-review. After that, we talk about random wrestling stuff. I have a replay of a very old Raw on the TV that we do a watch-along with. We do Q&As with the chat. It's fun stuff. If you want to, come over one night. We need to get something going for this Raw after Raw. What are you doing Monday night? I got work. You got oh, work? This Monday night? Yes. Nah, I'm probably nothing. If you want to, maybe you can come and appear on a guest. Maybe, maybe. We'll see, see. if we can work something out. Maybe we can get Jack Sauce on an episode of Raw After Raw. Jimmy says, Raw After Raw with me. He, 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 if you insist. Whoa. All right, big fellow. Yes. I, I agree. I mean, that's Whoa. how we do it. We get Raw After Raw. Monday night, 11 p.m. See me there. Live on Phantom Sports Network Twitch, and look who is here. It is my boy, C.W. Gray Wolf 122. My brother, what is up? Thank you for the donations of bits. We love you, your support. You are the true king, Phantom Super Fan, the true fighter of the OTR show, man. <coughs> but, didn't continue money in the bank. We got the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Edge. Edge came back. He wants a one-on-one match with Roman Reigns. You know that triple threat match happened at WrestleMania. That's not what he wanted. He didn't want a triple threat, man. He wanted a one-on-one, straight-up bout with Roman Reigns. Yes. But that's not what we got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got them throwing Daniel Bryan to the Wolves. And now Daniel Bryan is unheard of, yeah. unseen. unseen. That know. might be an interesting interview to try to get. Daniel Bryan. So I wonder Bryan. how hard that would be. Bryan Danielson, can you please contact me? Mr. Bryan Danielson, that is. All out of I like to call him Daniel Bryanson. I think it's pretty funny. Yes, that's a good one. Daniel, Daniel Bryanson. I like that. But Roman Reigns versus Edge. Edge is measled him way in this match. And, I mean, honestly... There's somebody that's not happy about this. Seth Rollins was promised by Sonya Deville and Adam Pearce that he was going to get this Universal Championship match at Money in the Bank. And now he is out. And he is pissed. Understandably. So could we see Seth Rollins cost Edge and set up the dream match we've been waiting for? Roman Reigns. Edge versus Seth Rollins at SummerSlam? I was going to say... No, 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 no. Edge versus Seth Rollins yeah. at SummerSlam. The dream match. Remember, throw it back to the money in the bank with John Cena when Edge yeah. was about to kill... When Seth was about to kill Edge. Yeah. This is the story that's been brewing for years. Yeah. Send Roman face John Cena. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. But, the next match we got... Is the Raw Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Another rematch of this feud still going on. Will Charlotte walk out WWE Champion? Uh, you know, honestly, it's time. For another one? Sure. How many does that make? Hold on. Quick fact check. How many times has Charlotte Flair won the championship? So, fun fact, 
we have our stuff. We're missing our stat guy, P. Diddy, tonight. He should be here later, but we have to do this ourselves now. Yeah. Um, five times? No. no. Oh, Way later. longer One. than five, my brother. Four, five. Trying to do some stuff. Here we go. She has won... The Raw Women's Championship four times, SmackDown Women's Championship five times. So she's won the Women's Championship nine times. The NXT Women's Championship two times. Divas Championship one time. So hold on. Nine, ten. Are we counting this? Yeah. Eleven, twelve. Wow. Twelve championships. Also has won Tag Team Championship. That's Charlotte. Remember, she was the first Raw Women's Champion because they had the triple threat match yeah. at WrestleMania for the Divas Championship in the Raw. Remember, because she had the Divas Championship at first because yeah. she beat pa Paige. Yes. Was it Paige? Yes. No, Nikki. That's, Nikki. Yep, Nikki. Not Paige. She beat Nikki because Nikki had that longest reign going on and Charlotte was the one to end the reign. Yes, yes, yes. But, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley at Money in the Bank. Charlotte Flair, it's time to get it. I mean, really, the only, they got to end this feud sometimes, like I said. The only way to make this feud interesting is really to just add Becky already. Bring Becky back. Neither. Because it's kind of dead. But, we'll see what happens. Next match, though. Money in the Bank qualifier. Money in the Bank ladder match. This is what you want to hear. I know it is. Because this is the match we all love. So far, we got Ricochet, John Morrison, um, Drew McIntyre, and Big E, and Matt Riddle. Yes, yes Matt, Matt Riddle's my pick, pick. automatically. We haven't done that, by the way. We need to go back and predict. Or if you want to say that, haven't done what? We go because you said it's gonna be. We haven't. Pre we're not predicting because we can, Yeah, because we'll yeah, we're gonna have another stream. Um, by the way, speaking of streams. I'll tell you a special announcement after we get to this, after we finish this up. Money in the Bank ladder match coming up. Lots of new faces. I like to see that. That is something, lots of guys that haven't won the WWE Championship yet. Women's, though. Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Carmella. Those are the current names. Three more, I believe, to be added. My list not, my, might not be updated fully, but we'll see. Can't remember off the top of my head. I think those so are the ones that are uh, out. It's been going on with Alexa Bliss. Uh, she's got mind games now that she does. She's a hypnotizer. She can do hypnotism or whatever you call it. Um, she, Lily is on timeout now that the WWE is going back on road. For some reason, I don't know what's going on. She's still feuding with Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, and Reggie. I, I, I regret asking you. Let's go ahead. And... Yeah. So, it's getting it's getting a little stale. A little stale. But, there's one match I think we should see as well, because that's the only ones that are official. I think we should see Cesaro versus Seth Rollins um, in that feud at Money in the Bank in a banger match between them, and then let Seth go move on to Edge at SummerSlam. That wraps up the Money in the Bank card, though. But the reason why I wanted to bring that up, because I know you're like, oh, we can't do predictions, is I want to talk about past Money in the Bank winners. 
and when I go through the list, let's talk about what we give our rankings, our top five. We'll do another top five. Okay. So we're going to go through all the Money in the Bank winners, talk about them a little bit, do our thing. Money in the Bank's coming up. I say we go ahead and get into it. Yeah. Let's look back at the history of the Money in the Bank briefcase. Let's start off with, uh, I'm going off the top of my head, random, doing our thing. Um, first off, Damian Sandow. You remember Damian Sandow? Not a lot, no. Damian Sandow won the Money in the Bank. He had this leather briefcase. He was this rich guy. He was Rhodes Scholars with Cody Rhodes, all okay. that stuff. Okay. Um, he, uh, he cashed in his Money in the Bank. I believe it was on John Cena, yes, for the World Heavyweight Championship and completely got shit on because, yeah, yeah, it's John Cena. Right. And it was honestly probably one of the most dookiest Money in the Bank runs, if we're being real. Sounds like it, honestly. But, yeah. Damian Sandow, one of the good runners. The only thing, the main thing I remember about that run is that briefcase. That leather briefcase. Yeah, or something I mean, that, else. Not the, yeah, I see the picture of it, so yeah, it's definitely interesting to see. Next one up, we'll go on the women's scene. Carmella. She has won the Money in the Bank briefcase multiple times. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the first time she won it, it was it was a decent, decent, decent time thing. I mean, she kept it for two days. Uh, she would go on to, um, so do you remember the thing about, about Carmella here? No. Do you remember the whole Money in the Bank situation with her? Uh, not the first one. So, well, James Ellsworth, does that name ring a bell? Yeah, no, no chin that. James Ellsworth? Yeah. Remember when, um, he would, uh climb the ladder and grab the briefcase for Carmella ah. and win the match for her and drop it in her hands. Yes. So that is that was that run. Um, I don't even remember how it ended. I think she cashed it in on uh, I don't even think she even cashed it in. She got a redo I don't even remember the whole story, but Carmelo's briefcase run. P. Diddy is in the studio speaking of our stat man. What is up, P. Diddle Dog, Diddle O, Diddy, Diddy, P. Diddy, Titty Committee. What up? Yes. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> we, are, we are all over the place tonight. But let's talk about another one. WrestleMania 23 when Mr. Kennedy... Mr. Kennedy, 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 Kennedy. You remember Mr. Kennedy? I do. Or otherwise known as Mr. Anderson. Yep. In TNA. Yes. Yeah, good times. But his money in the bank run, um, WrestleMania 23. Uh, he, he lost, uh, uh, he didn't really do much in that run. He lost more than he, uh, he won. But he cashed in his money in the bank at the next WrestleMania. But, um, apparently that's what he wanted to do. 
but he did not. I can't remember what happened. I don't remember what happened when Kennedy's run. I think he got hurt now that I think about it. So they had to just pull it out? Pull yeah. Him, pull him from it because he hurt himself? Yes. I, he did hurt himself. And you know who won that match? Because, see, what happened was that next segment on Raw, uh-huh. Edge fucked up Mr. Kennedy and goaded him into putting his briefcase on the line in an impromptu match. He gave into the taunts. Remember, Edge took that briefcase on the um, beat, beating up Mark Henry after that match with The Undertaker, ah. cashed it in, and won the title. Aha! 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 Oha! Aha! Interesting. 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 I don't know what's going on this stream, but we are all over the place. Everywhere, Everywhere. dude. Everywhere. This has been interesting. Speaking of your favorite, Jack Swagger. I mean, one of my... I mean, Americans. Back in WrestleMania 20... Freak. What is that? Six? Do you know how to read Roman numerals? Because I don't. 26. Is that six? Yeah, yes, 26. 26. Back in WrestleMania 26, I still need to learn Roman numerals, man. I'm struggling. It, it gets harder when you get some of the bigger numbers. Yeah, it kill. I'm good with one through ten, but like once you honestly, honestly once you get through past, fifteen, like, I'm okay. At the thirties, kind But when you start bad. adding X's and V's and all that other stuff, it gets wild. It's a little intense. It is. Sometimes it's a little intense. But. Um, Jack Swagger, remember his little run with that briefcase? He would go on to cash it in on John Cena. And, uh, well, no, excuse me, we're not going on to cash it on John Cena. What am I talking about? He was planning on to cash it in on John Cena. Ha, see, I knew it was a WWE. Yeah, see, see, there, ah, there it is. We dug down to it. Jack Swagger, when he had the money in the bank, was planning to cash in on John Cena. I knew it was something. But instead, world heavyweight champion Chris Jericho was cutting off a successful WrestleMania title defense against Edge. After the match, Edge speared Jericho through a table. With the, you remember when he had his ribs taped up? Yeah. Jack Swagger comes, knocks out Edge, cashes in, becomes the world heavyweight champion. Wow. Jack won too. Oh, yeah. Woo! Next up, Baron Corbin. I think if I could say this right now, this was one of the most dropped, WWE Money in the Bank reigns. One of the most... They, they dropped the bag. Yeah. They absolutely dropped the bag. The WWE fucked this up so bad. Baron Corbin won the uh, um, Money in the Bank briefcase as the Lone Wolf character, remember? Yes. He went to go cash it in. John Cena had a match against Jinder Mahal. Corbin took that opportunity to run out and attack Cena, but of course, big match John. Nobody's beating him. Yeah. And you know what happens. They should have had Baron Corbin win the WWE Championship when he was the Lone Wolf. I, I stand by my word. That cash-in should have been successful. He was meant for that title. He was meant for that title, man. Unfortunately not. But the next person, 
Ah, I remember this night. Alberto Del Rio, Money in the Bank 2011, my absolute favorite pay-per-view of all time. Alberto Del Rio would win the Money in the Bank, go on to SummerSlam to cash in against the, uh, I believe, I don't, who was it in against Punk? After the whole Kevin Nash thing showed up, laid out Punk, Del Rio cashes in, wins the WWE Championship. Yeah. Then, next up, John Cena. Man himself. Speaking of John Cena, yes. He would win Money in the Bank. But, remember, John Cena would not be a successful cashier. No. In fact, he would become the first cashier to fail. So, what happened was um, he cashed in Faced the Big Show. Big Show, or not faced the Big Show. Big Show ended up getting involved. I forgot who he faced. It was against CM Punk. Cashed in. Big Show got involved. Knocked out or attacked Cena. Giving it a DQ finish. Allowing Punk to retain. Wow. So, yes. I, I remember that. I remember that very well. John Cena makes history. Even though he technically won. He did not win the title and was the very first to fail, cashing in the briefcase. Wow. Next up, we had Sheamus. Sheamus was a good one. Sheamus won in the briefcase. Remember, he would go in to cash on uh, money in the bank. He would cash in his money in the bank at Survivor Series, I believe it was. When, um, yes, remember, at Survivor Series... When Roman Reigns won that title ah. against, uh, he pinned Dean Ambrose. He beat Dean Ambrose. The Triple H thing happened. Triple H came out, uh, congratulated him. Reigns then speared Triple H. Then to turn around, get bro kicked, cash in, one, two, three, because it was Sheamus 515. I had the Sheamus 515. I just bro kicked your arse shirt. Yep. That was greatness. That was a good reign. I liked that reign. Next up, Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman would go on with his briefcase to cash it in against uh, Brock Lesnar. Um, well, oh well, it wasn't. It wasn't a cash in against Brock Lesnar. Excuse me. I got ahead of myself. It was a cash in against Roman Reigns in a Hell in a Cell match. Remember? And you remember how this match ended? Brock Lesnar just randomly showing up, ripping down the Hell in a Cell door and F5-ing everybody. So, yeah, um, that was Braun's cash-in. A waste of time. Yes. Drop bag again by the WWE. CM Punk, he had a couple of them, remember? Yeah. He would go on to cash-in against old, uh, Edge, winning on SmackDown. And then I forgot his other one. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to remember when it what, what it was. Uh, his second win was at WrestleMania 25, I believe. Yes. Yep. Um, he would go in to cash in on World Heavyweight against Edge. The World Heavyweight Championship against Edge again. Oh no, Hardy. No. Yes, it was against Hardy. Yes, that was the one when he cashed in on Hardy. Everybody was so pissed off. Edge, Jeff Hardy beats Edge for the World Heavyweight Championship. Yep. 
And then CM Punk comes down and cashes in. The crowd is pissed. They're mad as fuck. Fuck you, CM Punk. Suck my... Anyways. Yeah, all that. Um... Let's roll through some more. Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Remember hers? Yeah, that was pretty that was really good. She went to cash in on Nia Jax. Dolph Ziggler was another good one. Yes. He went to cash in on, um, who was Del it? Del Rio, wasn't it? Yes. No, 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 no. It was, yeah, it was Del Rio. Del Rio was hurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Del Rio had that ankle injury, I think it was. He twisted his ankle or some shit, if I remember it correctly. Then we had Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's yeah, cash classic. in was was classic at TLC. Remember Henry and Big Show had that match. Yeah. Daniel Bryan came out, cashes in, pins Big Show. Yeah. Good stuff. Randy Orton's oh yes, Randy Orton's was legendary, absolutely legendary. He would go on to cash in against none other than. Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam. Remember that? Yeah. The whole authority. After Bryan yeah. beat Triple H. Yeah. That was intense. Then we had, um, we talked about Carmella's second, second win. win. Yep. That was a really good one, honestly. I really liked her second win more than her first one. She would then go cash in. And, um... I think she uh, cashed in against Charlotte and lost. I can't remember. Or no, she beat Charlotte. Excuse me. Ah. I, that, ah, yes. That I remember now. Remember, this was when the Iconics debuted. They attacked Charlotte and Carmella cashed in. Because there's no better way than... Iconic! Oh, man. They shouldn't have got rid of them. That still pisses me off. But next up, The Miz. Oh, yes. The Miz. Legendary cash in against Randy Orton. We got the famous Miz girl meme. I definitely said against Randy Orton, didn't I? It was against Randy Orton. Because, see, they had that thing with um, John Cena and Wade Barrett the going at the time yeah. as well. It was all that all that inter intertwined stuff. Yes, but next up, Rob Van Dam. Ah, yes. yes. The most, one of the most legendary ones. He would go in to cash his money in the bank in for a match against John Cena. And, I mean... Like, dude. Legendary. ECW One Night Stand. Remember when Cena threw his crowd in the shirt and they threw it back to him? Nobody wanted it. They fucking hated him. That was legendary shit. Go would win the WWE Championship in front of the ECW crowd. Lost. Amazing. Yeah. He did. He did. And that's exactly what he did. CM Punk, we talked about him. Edge. Edge, yep. Edge was another great one. Legendary. Cashes in. On John Cena after that Elimination Chamber match. Yep. Seth Rollins. You already know how it goes. Cashes in at WrestleMania and enters himself in the triple threat match. Curb stomp. One, two, 
three. Kane, remember I Kane? Forgot about Kane Kane's. was a good one. I, I forgot. He came Kane. in that same night and um beat oh. Rey Mysterio after Rey beat Jack Swagger. I forgot about that, dude. And then Dean Ambrose. Yes. Remember, Dean Ambrose won that yes. money in the bank tonight that Seth Rollins yes. beat Roman Reigns. Yes. Seth Rollins just came back from that injury. Yes. We had the Shield all back together, except this time they were feuding. Yes. It was craziness. Dean Ambrose cashes in after Seth Rollins beats Roman Reigns, beats Seth Rollins for the WWE Championship. It was wow. great. I loved that one. So we ran through the list. I mean, with that being said, what was your top five? Um, for me personally, uh, The Miz. Yep. Uh, CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Edge. Mm-hmm. Um... Dolph Ziggler. Okay. I really like his So did I. So did I. And, uh, Carmella. Okay. I'm gonna go with, um... I'm gonna go with Carmella at my five. At my four, I think I'm going to go with Rob Van Dam. At my three, I'm going to go with Edge. At my two, I'm going to go with Dean Ambrose. And at my one, I'm going with Seth Rollins. Very good selections. Those are are my favorite Money in the Bank runs. But, yes, speaking of that, that was a great-ass conversation, by the way. It doesn't get better than Money in the Bank runs. No. Um, let's move on to the last couple things. Looking at the schedule coming up, we got some stuff. Uh, like I talked about, um, fight, or Road Rager coming up, Great American Bash coming up. We got some New Japan stuff coming up we might need to talk about here soon. Um... AW Fighter Fest is coming up. Yeah. Slam Anniversary, Impact Slam Anniversary coming up. That's gonna be really good out here. So lots of good stuff happening. But the big thing I wanted to tell you (coughs) and all of our viewers. Yeah, a lot of. Mm -mm. Not on that yet. Next week is a very special week, very special episode. You know what that will be? No, I don't. Seems like we may have forgot about it. If not, the OTLR League is still going on. Ah, And next week will be month two results, championship reveal, and a draft. Ah. Next week, live on the OTR show, we will be having another OTR league draft, another championship reveal, all the good stuff. Make sure you tune in and be ready. Yeah. Big stuff happening. I'm looking to bring it home. Keep it where it belongs. Do my thing. Very good. But some news that's been going on. Um, Did you know Big Show uh, has uh, responded to Shaq's challenge for the AEW match? Hey, man, it's looking like he's ready. It is looking like he is absolutely ready for it. I think that would be the best pairing. Honestly. We've been wanting this match since WWE. WWE, yeah. Let's have it happen. Um, but the last thing I want to finish with is bad news in WWE. More releases came last week. We didn't talk about them because it was a big week. We didn't want to talk about them. Um, 
Nobody likes releases. But there's a lot of names released. Uh, some people like Marina Shafir, another member of the MMA Four Horsewomen. Yep. Killian Dane was released. The Bollywood Boys were released. No, not the Bollywood Boys. Fandango was released. Tyler Breeze was also not released. The selfies, yes, both of them were released. Arya Davari, Tony Nice, August Gray, uh, Chase Parker, and Matt Martell. Lots of good talent released from the WWE. But I think these guys will be able to go to a, uh, other scenes and Hopefully. make names for themselves. I hope they can. Especially August Gray. August Gray is definitely going to be somebody in the future that will make a name for himself and do big things. Um, Fandango and Tyler Breeze, I think they could do the same as well. Easily. Easily. You know, they got flat back. Tyler has flat backs, flat backs wrestling going on his wrestling school. I mean, these guys are big inspirations in the WWE. Guys that have been there for like 14, 15 years. Yeah. Absolutely insane. But with that being said... That's all for professional wrestling tonight, man. Wow. I'm going to hand... We had a... Yeah. Wow. You went through a lot of What a talk. Oh, son. Let's go ahead and move it on to you. I'm about to say, you, you can have all that. I'm just going to glance over what's going to happen. All right, my brother. Man, you know, not a lot. Not a lot. There are some big things coming up. Um, okay. But what happened in recent... Uh, recent memory, we had this past Sunday... We had Lomachenko defeat Nakatani and a KO late. Ooh, Everybody expected this. Uh, uh, Lomachenko is probably one of the best boxers of all time. Is getting up there and his and his just being able to dominate and, and continually dominate. If you guys haven't heard, uh, the guy, the the legal uh, representative team, a uh, management firm who also is a management firm for none other than the notorious Conor McGregor. Also, oh. they also uh, represent uh, Manny Pacquiao. Okay. The thing Both have fights coming up yeah. this summer. Well, what's, what's happening, happening is uh, the the management firm is saying, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't like this Spencer, the, the Spence Jr. fight coming up. Huh? We didn't allow this. Yeah, they're what? saying, yeah, they said we did not green light this. We did not want to see this fight. We wanted. We had other Hold things on. in mind. Uh, so they have filed an injunction to stop the Pacquiao Spence fight. Um, that's weird. Do you want yeah. to dig into a conspiracy with me? All right. What you got? Do you know what happens in Vegas the same weekend, the same night that that fight does? Do you want to know? I do not. WWE SummerSlam. Interesting. Do we have a work of Vince McMahon running off a big event so he can host a WWE big WWE SummerSlam first big pay-per-view back in fans other than Money in the Bank? Yeah. Could we see that? Could that be something that's happening right now? Under the table stuff. Do we see Vince McMahon sliding this agency some money? Saying, get the fuck out of Vegas, cancel this fight? Is that a possibility? Yeah, and it's weird. I'm kind of just reading through it quickly. You know, they were even talking about one of the potential two fights for him to be finalized was actually supposed to be McGregor himself. McGregor and Pacquiao? Yes. That was supposed to be a fight. But that never got uh, fruition. And it's something the management team wanted for both of them. You know, something 
Well, of course they did. You know, of course, yeah. But, chat, what do you think? Is Vincent Mann sliding this agency some money, P. Diddy? What do you think? Is this agency sliding? Is Vincent Mann sliding this Manny Pacquiao agency money to get this fight out of Vegas? I've been on a narrative stir pot tonight. I think I think it has to be. I mean, it's just like it's very weird. Very suspicious. Very that is weird. weird. Wow. Yeah. Very interesting. Wow. That's really it for the boxing I wanted to talk about. Oh, uh, actually, almost forgot. I was telling you earlier. I don't see it. Oh no, here it is. Uh, for all of you, uh, all of the world to know, uh, it was released on ESPN. Uh, uh, was the yesterday um, that uh, the Triller team will be teaming up with Madison Square Garden and the Hulu Theater. MSG? Yes. To bring monthly boxing series. They will have a... Yes. Every month on Tuesday night they will have uh, fighters competing and um, in what they are calling... Triller verse, yeah, okay. where they will be combining the versus rap battles with and with some the fighting. fights. Well, not. Well, well, I mean, let me let me. Is me it go gonna be that bullshit where we have intertwined in between fights? We're having concerts and slap boxing. They did not say that, but uh, they they did confirm that the verses will come after the fight. Okay, so the versus is happening after. That's yes. a that's a good decision between N O R E and. B. Segel. Between who? N O R E, Nor, and B. Segel. Alright, I'm gonna be real with you. I might seem uncultured here, but I don't know who those people are. I might have to hear some songs. We'll have, have to, to check, check him out, out, no doubt. And you said who else? And, uh, B. Sigel. It's like S I G E L. B. Like literally B. I E. I don't even know how to spell his name, but there we go. Beanie Sigel. Feel it in the air. That sounds familiar. I'd have to listen to him. Unfortunately, we can't listen to him on here. We will not. Or we would get. Struck off real fast. We'll have to see. It's gonna be yes, we'll have to listen. It'll be interesting. interesting no doubt. Um, but, uh, but monthly is monthly. definitely interesting. I'm not going to hate on the idea. I'm interested in seeing it. It's on Fight TV, you said? Yeah. Okay. It's going to be, it's gonna be uh, presented on uh, FITE Fight and Triller TV. Okay. But, yep. Interesting. So, we'll have to, check, we'll have to keep it out. That. Hopefully they'll get some good verses. I mean, verses have been pretty damn good so far. I have to agree. They have been really, really solid um, so far. Uh, we're going to head over to the MMA world now. Mm -hmm. We're going to hit the PFL. We were talking uh, last week a little bit just shortly about uh, some of the PFL world. Okay. Uh, Anthony Pettis is yes. joining the loser L Club Ooh. with the UFC not doing well and other and other places. He lost his matchup by split decision, which always hurts. 
but he is eliminated from the playoffs. Out of here. Out of here. Um, a lot of controversy with the split decision, of course, because you never want to lose by, you know, a split that Mm -hmm. sucks, you know. Um, but it is how it is, and he will not be in the playoffs for the PFL. The PFL uh, is going to take a, a short kind of intermission through okay. July. You won't see them through July. They will return August 13th for their first playoffs uh, with the featherweights and the lightweights. Chris Wade, Bubba Jenkins, Clay Collard's in there, old UFC. So he's still doing well. Yep. So he might do something. Yeah. Interesting. We'll have to keep up with that. Nothing with Bellator in, in terms of news. Just some fights coming up in the okay. future. I don't think. Uh, I think they have uh, one coming up in July at one point, but I don't remember when. We'll talk about it when it gets there. Sounds good. Um, what happened in the aftermath of Gain and Alexander Volkov for the UFC fight night? Sergio Gain won by unanimous decision. A lot of people said it was a little bit of a snooze fest after what happened before, which was a knockout victory in round two by Tanner Bosser against Ovin St. Peru. So kind of going from that to, you know, something else was, you know, definitely different. It was actually a really entertaining card for the most part. A lot of submissions, a lot of knockouts. Uh, one of my favorite fighters, a lot of, a, a lot of people's favorite fighters, uh, uh, Sh- uh, Sh- Shavkat Rachmanov. Okay. From uh, yeah, that, that was, was a, that, that was, was tough. tough. Give me give me my bet, credit. I bet. So he is, uh, I think it was Kyrgyzstanian. Okay. I believe that is what he is. What? Don't quote me on that. I don't. Kyrgyz Kyrgyz. What is that? He he he's in that like that old Yugoslavian. Yep. Uh, or or Russia or U USSR area that not Yugoslavian that. Where your geography, P Diddy? It's tough, honestly. It's it's one of those areas. I can't. I'm gonna, honestly yeah, about to find out because I'm really curious now where he is from. Call me out there and I'll learn what is the actual Kazakhstan? That is it. Kaz- Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Yeah, Kazakhstan. Something. Kazakhstan. I don't know how to pronounce it properly. I'm sorry. Terrible. I'm sorry. I'm butchering that. Yeah, I'm bad at I'm bad at pr- pronunciation as well. Don't feel bad. But I'm pretty yeah. sure it's Kazakhstan. That sounds right. Well, this sounds right. But we won't get in predictions. But we're gonna just give a nice little beautiful overview as I go into what I have been saying is the greatest, and I mean this. In my opinion. UFC fans out there, you can call me out on Twitter. We can talk about it. You guys know I'll talk about it. I do sound like a crazy person sometimes with some of the stuff I say. But it's just because I get excited with, with combat sports. But this is, I really mean this with my whole heart. I say it a lot. But this is truly the greatest. And I mean the greatest. The greatest. I'm talking B-E-S-T. I'm talking okay. Bel Air status. Okay. EST. Shout out to the King. King. Yes. I like it. I'm talking that status. It is the best, greatest, everything UFC card of all time, in my opinion. In my opinion, there is no card so stacked. I want to hear it. The prelims. Just in the prelims, we have two literally new. Fighters, 
Okay. Literally, like, just came in from Dana White's Contender Series. Hujazong, Alan Amendovsky, really strong fighters. They are great middleweights who are trying to make a name for themselves. This next guy, he's also from Kazakhstan, that place we're just talking about. Okay. Yeah. Literally, uh, a teammate, um, maybe, I don't know. I, I really don't. It looks like their flag. I can't tell. I hope it is. Otherwise, I look like an idiot. Uh, his name is Zalagas Zumagov, and he is facing off against Jerome Riviera in the flyweight division. I love the flyweight action. One of my favorite divisions, that flyweight division. We saw Figueredo last time lose, sadly, to Brandon Moreno. Congratulations to him again. The flyweights are crazy, dude. They go at it. These guys have been around the block. Middleweight action, knockout artist Brad Traveres tries to get back on the winning track as he faced off against Amari. Akhmedov, a very strong Russian fighter. That's going to be a very tough fight for the both of them. Then we have women's flyweight action, a good one too. Jennifer Maya and Jessica I. Oh, Jessica I is back. Yes, Miss Jessica I has has made her return to the ring, the octagon that is, and will be facing Jennifer Maya. That's going to be a phenomenal matchup. Really big fight for the both of them. Trevin Giles and Driscus Duplessis. He is South uh, African. Okay. Um, that's a middleweight fight. That's going to be really interesting. Um, Carlos Condit, Max Griffin. That is a fight. The legend. They, they always find ways to bring back legends of the UFC. Welterweight legend Carlos Condit steps in the ring against Max Griffin. And that's all just for ESPN card. Yeah. You know, Nico Price is also on there. He's a really big welterweight. Uh, also, on the featherweight side, check out this guy, Ilya Topra. He's also on that card. 10 and 0. He's one of those, uh, I think he's uh, one of those next big talents that could be. It is crazy. Then we get into the pay-per-view. Yes, what's the pay-per-view? Start it off. Start it off. To start it off. To start it off, Tyler. Mr. King Ty, it is Sean, Sugar Sean O'Malley. Sugar Sean. Against Chris Mociano. Sugar Sean is back. He is making his return after a huge KO victory. That's just the start. Then we have a great women's bantamweight future, maybe maybe title implications up on the line between Irina Aldina and Yana Kuzizaka. They're both voting themselves up. They still have some... Some battles to get past. This uh, this is one of them with each other. That's going to be a great fight. But also on there, two heavyweight brawlers and Greg Killer Hand Hardy. I mean that man brawls yes. and Ty Tuivasa, the unbelievable New Zealand striker. You know those guys from over there. Those Australian New Zealand brawlers, Mark Hunt, yep. all of them. Heavyweight action, brawling action. It's going to be crazy. And then in the welterweight division, a fight that I mean everybody. Everybody has been waiting for. Everybody. Gilbert Burns versus Stephen Wonderboy Thompson to see who will probably be maybe possibly one of the next Walter Waite contenders for the title, possibly again in the future. It might be, or does Steven Wonderboy Thompson make his return? Maybe. But 
what everybody is talking about. It's something me and you have a little past Yes, on. yes. The first Phantom After Dark, Phantom Sports, the almost birth of all of this. Yes. Dustin Poirier. Poirier. Poirier, by the way. It's not Poirier, it's Poirier. However you want to pronounce Poirier. it. Poirier. 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 We, we make our pronunciations. It's Poirier. It's, Poirier. it's, 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 it's a French... It's French origin, people. It's French origin. It's Poirier. Poirier, you know, maybe Poirier. a little, maybe a little Poirier, you know, whatever. It's a, it's fancy. Get fancy with it. He has respect. He is Dustin Poirier. That's what I'm talking about. The diamond, diamond himself making the return for the trilogy fight against the notorious Conor McGregor. He's, he's the one. It's Conor McGregor, and he's gonna lose once again. You never know. It's definitely gonna be a KO. Definitely gonna be a all-out brawl coming night. And yes, Poirier will do it once again. I mean, literally all of these. Look out! I mean, this I card is a knockout. You know, first card. I mean, main pay-per-view. It's probably gonna end a knockout. Gilbert Burns, Stephen Thompson. Probably gonna be a knockout. Two Vasa. And Hardy, probably gonna be a knockout. Aldina and Kudiaska, that might, that could be a ground game, maybe. I could see that one be a ground game, but they also know how to throw some hands. Sean O'Malley and Chris Mudiono, they're gonna throw some freaking hands. It's gonna be wild, man. Absolutely crazy event coming up. We'll do predictions next week, of yes. course. Next but other week. than that, that we don't have got? anything else. Nothing huge. That wraps up the episode. I mean, some, there's been some... I'm not sure if uh, a lot of people know, but bare-knuckle fighting is going on. Yep. One of my favorite I've fighters, Paige Van Zant. She's bad ass. She can knock some people out. Yes. Very good fighter. Check out that stuff. There's some other small stuff around. I, I'm trying to get into myself. There's some smaller pay, like like so they like even on. I need to get. I want to get a uh, UFC fight pass. I think I want to try okay. too. Possibly, maybe add some more content for us. Maybe. That way we can get some more detail. I want to maybe do a maybe some new stuff. Maybe uh, I'll uh, I missed it this season, but maybe do some Ultimate Fighter stuff. Ultimate, um, you know, Ultimate Fighter uh, is a good show, and you can kind of talk and examine it. They also yeah, I mean have that's some, a good idea. I mean, UFC Raw might be able to figure yeah. something out. I think that sounds like a good idea. Let us know what you think about that, guys. Let us know what you think if they you like that have, content, you know, and if you want to help Jack Sauce accomplish that, help him get that. I mean, um, all you got to do is hit this link right here, and then um, in in this link there is a donation link. You can donate, and possibly, I mean, we can use that donation to get your your UFC pass. You never know. But either hey, way, hey. either way, please. I want to see good fight. Oh, this I want to see all the fights. This dude. I want to see him submit. I want to see them punch. I want to see them kick. We will see it all. I want to see it all. We will, and we will see y'all next see time. Next time. Hit us up. Make sure you hit that link and follow us as well on Subscribe. all your social media platforms, the YouTube, the podcast. All the good stuff, we'll man. Tomorrow, what an baby. episode. Going what crazy. an episode. We will see you all tomorrow night yet for another one. Once again, King Ty, Jack Sauce, we signing off. As always, stay sauce. Stay